Namaskaram. Today we visit the iconic Natarajar temple at Chidambaram in Kadalur district. In Saivism, this temple is considered the first among all the Shiva temples, uh, or the Mulakovil as it's called. This also results in the name of the Mulavar deity as Tirumulanathar. And in Saivism, the term Kovil often refers only to the Chidambaram Tillai Natarajar temple which is regarded as the foremost place of worship of Lord Shiva, just as Sri Rangam is to the Vaishnavites. No podcast or write-up can do justice to the beauty and the magnificence, the history, the traditions, the legends, the art, the architecture, the religion, spirituality and the symbolism associated with the Tillenatraja temple in Chitambara. This temple is a Padal Petrastalam built on a vast complex. It's over 50 acres in area and is known for the Tillai Natrajar where Shiva is depicted as Natrajar performing the cosmic dance. The term Tillai refers to the mangrove trees that used to exist and to some extent still do uh, even today in the surrounding area. The cosmic dance in at least in Tamil Nadu, is ubiquitous across Shiva temples in general, frozen in metal and worshipped in Nataraja Sabais in, in, in each Shiva temple. This is probably one of the largest temple complexes in India in active worship with the full area. Just to put it in perspective, this area of 50 acres includes a Murugan Sanadi that is only slightly smaller than all of the Kapalishwara temple in Chennai. That's how large it is. While the Moolavar is Adi Moolanathar or Tirumoolanathar, the temple of course is known best for Natrajar, who unusual for most Shiva temples, faces south. This has also given rise to the thought that he is facing his favorite people, those from southern India. And this is popularized in the invocation meaning Hail Shiva, Lord of the South and Lord of the People of the South. It is said that a Shiva's shrine existed at this site when this place was known as Tillai and covered this area which is called Tillai Vanam at that time. This site became a Chola capital to some extent in the 10th century and was renamed Chidambaram at that time. The Puranam of Chidambaram is closely connected to the legend of Bhikshatanar, Shiva as a naked mendicant. One day when Shiva was, as Bhikshatanar, strolling in the forests of Tillai accompanied by Vishnu in the form of Mohini, uh, this is in Darukavanam as they say, there was a group of rishis uh, performing penance and they were Purva Mimansakas who believed that the penance and the rituals were everything. Uh, and believed even to the point that they could control gods through the power of penance. In order to destroy this belief, Shiva and Vishnu came in as Bhikshatanar and Mohini. And the naked form of Bhikshatanar enchanted the wives of the Rishis. And obviously this annoyed the Rishis. And so through the power of their magic, they tried to conjure up various elements, various negative elements to attack Bhikshatanar. They let loose a snake. He killed it and wore it around his neck. They let loose a tiger. He killed it, wore its skin around him. And later, he also there is also a, an, a rogue elephant that they let loose 
which Shiva killed and came out of it tearing its skin. Uh, this is known as Gajasamharam uh, and is uh, enshrined as a separate temple in Varuvur, but about that later. Finally, of course, the Rishis realized that this was none other than the Lord and they begged for his forgiveness. This is one Puranam. Another one is when Lord Vishnu once saw Shiva's Ananda Tandavam and his body grew heavy with pleasure. And Adi Sesha, who on whom Vishnu rests, found it difficult to bear Vishnu's weight. So he asked the Lord why he was growing so heavy. And Vishnu told him about the Ananda Tandavam and how fulfilling it was to him. And Adi Sesha immediately wanted to witness it. So he performed a lot of penance and to Shiva, who asked him to go over to Tillai as the sage Patanjali and await him. In the meantime, Madhyan Pir, a sage, came to the forest to pluck flowers, but he found that the bees had sucked out the honey early in the morning, making the flowers unusable for worship. And this obviously delayed the puja. So he prayed to Shiva to help him pluck flowers before daybreak, for which he needed keen eyesight and also feet that could help navigate through the thorny mangrove forests. Shiva blessed him with the limbs of a tiger, and the sage then came to be known as Vyagrapada, or the tiger-footed one. Vyagrapada joined Adhisheshan as Patanjali, and were privileged in witnessing the divine Ananda Tandavam. Chidambaram is also the place where the dance duel between Shiva and Kali took place, the Lord Shiva winning it by performing the Urdhva Tandavam, which obviously Kali could not perform because of uh, having to adhere to modesty. So the temple wall, uh, the entrance walls, display all the 108 karanas from the Nati Shastra, Bharatamani's Nati Shastra. And these postures found, form a foundation for Bharatnatyam. There is also a legend that the Ananda Tandavam itself was performed or enacted to celebrate Shiva's victory over Kali in the dance duel. That said, Kali is no loser. Kali has a, Tillai Kali as she is called, has a separate temple in Chidambaram. And no visit to the Chidambaram Natraja temple is considered complete unless one also visits the Tillai Kali temple. Talking about Chidambaram, it is important we talk about the Dikshitas of Chidambaram. And Brahma once conducted a Yaga in Satyaloka to which he invited the 3000 Brahmins living in Chidambaram. They are called the Tillai Var Andanar. The Brahmins refused, saying that they were happier in Chidambaram, where they could witness the Ananda Tandava. Later, Shiva himself appeared and advised them to go to Satyalokam, where he would present the dance for them. The temple's architecture symbolizes the connection between arts and spirituality, creative activity and the divine. The temple over time has come to be known by various names, including the references uh, of many of these names in literary texts. As we said earlier, one of these names is Koval. It's also known as Pondarikapuram, Vyagrapuram, Kuluyu, Darukavanam, etc. In the Pallava era and in other northern Indian texts, names such as Kanakasabai, Ponnambalam and Brahmapuri are also used to denote Chidambaram. The town's present name, Chidambaram, literally means place of wisdom. Chit means wisdom, uh, thought or consciousness, while Ambalam means atmosphere, space, location, or even a stage. And all of this is with reference to Shiva as the cosmic dancer. 
This is one of the Panchabhuta Stalams representing the sky or the Akasham and also one of the Panchasabai temples, uh, the Golden Hall, best known as the home of the Ananda Tandavam, the dance of bliss. This dance is, is essential because it's said to symbolize the five divine acts of creation, sustenance, dissolution, bailing and grace. And the grace of all Shiva temples is said to converge at the Tirumulanathar Lingam in Chidambaram in the evening, which is probably why Chidambaram has the last puja of the day in Tamil Nadu after all the other Shiva temples. Historically speaking, Rajarajasura 1 is said to have discovered palm leaf scripts of the Tevaram and the Tiruvasangam in this temple. And Shekhar, uh, who was a devout Saivite and minister during Kulotanga's reign, uh, in order to wean away the king from Jainism, he wrote the Periyapuranam, the compilation of the lives of the 63 Nayanmar, sitting in the thousand-pillared hall of this temple. This temple has seen all of the great Shaivite saints uh, worshipping here, Upper, Sundarar, Sambadar, and Manika Vasagar in particular. This temple uh, also houses the shrine of Govindraja Pirumal, which is by itself important because it is a separate Divya Desam temple, uh, important to uh, the Vaishnavites. That is a little bit about Chidambaram. Hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to speaking to you on the next one. Bye.